Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I gotta go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Put on your holiday sweaters. Tell us your favorite podcast song and grab yourself a fake wig. You're not going to want to miss this. Places, everyone. It's time for Last Looks. Hello, all you roller skating ninjas and rat tail eaters. I'm your host, Paul Shear, and welcome to How Did This Get Made, colon, Last Looks, where you, the listener, get to voice your issues on New York Ninja, one of the best movies ever made. Plus, Jason Manzoukas joins me in just a little bit as we judge more of your new How Did This Get Made theme song submissions. Plus, we will share an exclusive deleted scene from our New York Ninja show. Thank you, Red Bank, New Jersey. That was such a fun room. I love Red Bank. And as always, we are going to reveal next week's movie. But 
First things first, a giant shout out, a big shout out to Chris Cheney for that amazing opening theme song. Chris, I love it. If you want to send in a theme song, not a How Did This Get Made theme, but just a Last Looks theme, send them to How Did This Get Made at Earwolf.com. Keep them short. 15 to 20 seconds is best. Now, if you are listening to this on release day and you live in Minneapolis, we are in your city tonight and tomorrow night, Friday and Saturday at the Pantages Theater. And there might be some tickets left. We are very close to being sold out. So check hdtgm.com and you can always grab tickets at the last second at the box office. That's a little trick I learned. Uh, If you need a gift for a How Did This Get Made fan in your life, let me tell you, we are doing it up great. How Did This Get Made? Ugly holiday sweaters are on sale now. We have four different designs. Geostorm, Team Sanity, Team Fred, and Jack Frost, a Snow Dad's Better Than No Dad design. I love these. They're all available at podswag.com slash bonkers. Also, if you're an unspooled listener, we have a brand new popcorn tin. You can get them both. Have fun. And make sure you check out the exclusive How Did This Get Made wrapping paper for the How Did This Get Made fan in your life. All right, let's get into it. Last week, we talked at length about New York Ninja, a movie that Discord user Farmboy, I love Farmboy. He's been helping me out on tech Back in the day, Farmboy says the tagline for New York Ninja should have been better late than never. <laughs> okay, I like it. I mean, I, I put some spin on it, but it's simple. And you know what? Sometimes simplicity is the key. You all know that when you hear a good second opinion song. Anyway, we had questions about New York Ninja. We might have even missed a few things. Here's your chance to fill us in. Set us straight. Fact check us. Whatever you want to do, it is time for you to shine on something I like to call corrections and omissions. Hit the theme! Corrections and omissions. Yeah. Thank you, Alan Osborne, for that great theme song. Let's go to the Discord. The Discord is, as always, discord.gg slash hdtgm. All right, Baba says... My theory with the birthday thing was that both he and his wife had the same birthday. Simple. Sturdy. (laughs) All right. I like that. Dr. Guts also weighs in on the birthday party debate, saying, I did want to correct Paul on one thing. All right, Dr. Guts, what do you got? When John is on the roof with the birthday decorations, he reads a postcard, not a birthday card. My guess is whatever was written on the postcard was something different than what he says in the movie. Oh, all right. I like that. Again, doesn't make full sense, but I like that we are getting to the bottom of this. Um, Anybody else want to talk about the birthday party? Oh, well, here's somebody right here. Rocket Wesker writes, my interpretation of the ninja swords at the birthday party is this. John Liu used to be a ninja, but he turned his back on that life after he met his wife and just worked as an ordinary sound technician probably promised his wife he would never go back to being an assassin again or something along that line. Then his wife got killed, so he took his old weapons to the rooftop and started crying and saying sorry because he was returning to the life of blood and shadow, the one he promised her that he would never go back to. Now that 
That's drama. That works. I like that. Uh, Gem Jam writes, did anyone else notice that the ninja seems to lure Randy into the park to be kidnapped for no reason? He calls her and tells her to meet him. Then he hides in a tree while she is taken, but then he doesn't follow her or use her as bait to learn where they took her. She's just gone and he leaves and does something else entirely. Gem Jam. Yes. Makes no sense. Now, I'd imagine that's due to the fact that the movie is re-edited and redubbed. Uh, Sean McBee writes, I watched Re-Enter the New York Ninja, the YouTube documentary about the making of this film. By the way, I also did it after the show. But Sean, tell us what you got. Sean says the only original cast member in the documentary is Adrian Meltzer, the actress who played Randy. And she puts an end to the wig debate once and for all. Here you go. The biggest issue for me was the platinum blonde wig. So, of course, I auditioned without a wig. My agent didn't say anything about the wig. And all of a sudden, the first day on the shoot, John presents the wig. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And he said, no, 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 for the European market, you've got light eyes. They're very big on platinum blondes. And so you're going to wear the wig. I thought, oh, okay. And then the wig became my life. Isn't that great? And June is wrong. Any chance I get a chance to tell June she's wrong when she's not here, I'll do it. No, I sent that clip around to everybody after the show. Uh, Sean McBee continues with some other great nuggets. The Balcony Monster was correct about John Liu's whereabouts. In making this film, Vinegar Syndrome was able to track him down through another cast member. He lives in Vietnam in a shack on the water with no electricity and has a friend who goes and visits him about uh, once every three months. That friend uh, has brought tidings from the company about the effort to complete the film. Lou has responded that he did not wish to be involved, but sent along a good luck blessing. Okay, nice. Simple. I mean, John Lou is a controversial person. I don't want to get into it too much. The initial rough cut was made determining the order from the scene numbers on the slates that order was apparently incomprehensible which is why they decided to re-edit and make the most sensible story they could in their own way okay so they didn't just completely go rogue and then finally he adds two more thoughts i can confirm what anyone watching this movie suspected from the start no permits were acquired in the filming of this movie yes and then my own observation not gleaned from the documentary john recognizing the killer of his wife by spotting his cufflink would indicate that despite having lost one cufflink he continued to wear the other all on its own with a mismatched maid bam wow that is honestly I'm there for that. Johnny Unusual writes, despite that one audience member's insistence that Vinegar Syndrome remakes old pornos, they really are distributors who clean up and redistribute cult movies. Initially, they were focused primarily on X-rated movies. And yes, their catalog does include a lot of film from the golden age of porn. However, there are a lot of X-rated movies that aren't pornographic, like Midnight Cowboy. Scoop then chimes in, as a boutique Blu-ray physical media person, I just wanted to say that Vinegar Syndrome is the criterion collection for exploitation and genre pictures. They restored and re-released the unrated cut of Tammy and the T-Rex and do incredible work giving a second life to pictures that would ultimately turn to dust otherwise. I am a huge fan of Vinegar Syndrome. This is Paul talking. I met them when I was doing an unspooled show in New Orleans. And I will say this, um, they are putting out great stuff I would like, and maybe I'll put the offer out to them right now. Would you like to release Human Giant Season 1 and Season 2 on DVD? Because no one else is doing it. Vinegar Syndrome? Let's go. Let's do it. I did release Human Giant Season 2, which has never been available anywhere um, at 
uh, Vidiots. So if you're in LA, you want to go to Vidiots. I have a brand new section there called Pulled from Streaming, a bunch of stuff that you can't get anywhere else. Tim C. writes, not a correction or omission, but I just wanted to share that my 12-year-old saw his first movie boobs in New York Ninja, sad-faced emoji. The wife and I were watching him prep for the live show, and he walked right in as they unfolded on screen. He did a Grandpa Simpson loop right back out of the room. He refused to believe me when I told him that they were her knees. Oh, man, Tim, her knees. What a memory from our first How Did This Get Made live show. You know, I, I seeing nudity in a movie for the first time is kind of why I, I remember it, it burnt into my mind. And for me, it was being at my um, grandparents' house. They had HBO um, and Risky Business is on. And I thought, oh, Risky Business, this is a kid. He's cool. He's like me, you know, I mean, as a, I was very young, uh, but I saw myself in Tom Cruise. He wore sunglasses and danced in his underwear. And I remember going like, what? Like that movie is way adult. Uh, I think a lot of people also, uh, Scott included said that their first like nudity scene was Starship Troopers. It's weird because these are movies that you don't always expect. Risky Business, I probably should have, I mean, from the plot, but I just turned it on and I was shocked. I remember people putting their hands over my eyes. Anyway, Cherry Cola writes, my question is how often do people think gang members actually high five when they're doing gang member stuff? I feel like there's a lot of bad dudes high fiving in these movies and it seems so weird to me. Also a lot of cackling, just cackling and high fives while doing bad guy stuff. Well, Cherry Cola, maybe the Warriors set a bad precedent. Uh, Yeah. Gang members in the eighties seem to be a little bit more upbeat. They're kind of like they're, they, 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 it's kind of like a fun gang. It's like kind of like our gang, but they murder. Sean McBee writes one more time. He goes, I got one more thing. I love the New York Ninja button that John has at the end of the movie. It's fully branded with the name of the company that made the film. You can read it, the 21st Century Distribution Corporation. Wow. Uh, I wish we would have made those. Maybe we should have made those. Maybe we can make those. Should we make an uh, I love New York Ninja pin? I hope Vinegar Strokes hasn't made it. Uh, I'll check it in. All right. So many great corrections and omissions this week, but there can only be one winner. And honestly, you know, I, I always look to people to do some extra work. And Sean McBee, this week, not only did you do extra work, yeah, yeah, you came in multiple times. Sean McBee, there is only one winner, and it is you. Honest Jams, give him what he deserves, his own theme. Thank you, Honest Jams. Thank you, Sean McBee. Remember, if you want to submit a movie tagline or just chime in with your own thoughts, hit us up on the Discord, discord.gg slash hdtgm, or call us at 619-PAUL-ASK. And before we go to break right now, I want to just talk about something because this is brought up in the live show. We cut it out of the live show because we didn't want to be defaming anyone. Um, So... I thought we should just read the statement that Vinegar Syndrome put out. Because you heard me reference it a little bit earlier when I said John Liu is a, a problematic guy. And a few Discord users also pointed this out. So Vinegar Syndrome has said this. It has come to our attention that the allegations of inappropriate conduct with actors were made against John Liu concerning the events that might have occurred in the 90s. While we cannot confirm the legitimacy of these claims, we can confirm that John Liu was not involved in the restoration or re-release of New York Ninja, nor associated in the making of Doc. So that's all we really know about that. So thank you to everybody who pointed that out. Stick around after the break. Jason and I are going to judge your songs and we're going to talk about some some stuff that we're into. It's a little mix and match here. All right. Plus, we're going to play an exclusive bonus scene from our New York Ninja show. We'll be right back right after this. Today's podcast is brought to you by 
Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money. And maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. People. Every Monday, we're releasing a brand new episode. That's right. Well, not brand new. Old episodes. Old brand new episodes. Matinee Monday is what we call it. And to tie them together with old and new episodes, last week, we did Ninja 3 The Domination, which is really fun. I love Ninja 3. That's the V8 one where they have like a sex scene with V8. So check back every Monday for a brand new Matinee Monday. And now, Surreal Feld. Okay, I want to apologize because last time I mispronounced your name. So we're using your awesome theme one more time to make up for it. Surreal Feld, thank you for that. And now, welcome my friend, Jason Manzukas, for a little Just Chat. What's up, jerks? It's time for Just Chat with Paul Shear and Jason Manzukas. All right, Jason, 
It's time once again for our How Did This Get Made Idol. We are listening to new theme songs. Uh, Ken Jong could not be here today uh, to judge with us. Uh, he is busy on the Masked Singer, but uh, we will be. I like. But we do is. have Nick Cannon. <laughs> All right. For, yeah. Now, Scott, you do have to do your best, Nick Cannon. Scott, our producer, has to do our best, Nick Cannon, to set up every song that we have. We have listened to some before. We've given feedback. People have sent back uh, the notes, and this is great. We're putting them into the pot. We're we're here's listening. The, here's the thing for those of you who might not be. Uh, uh, up on this, we are taking submissions for new How Did This Get Made theme songs because shock of all shocks, the current theme song is 10 years old, did you 10 say? 10 years old. You know, and I will tell you this. And I love it. Again, I this, love this may it. be the this may stay as I the love same. This, but I also love our original one. I just also feel like, hey, we we made a transition to the new one. We had one that yeah. Devin played when we were on the road. People are we're open. Paul, are there any theme songs? Podcast theme songs that you love or that you so closely identify with the show um, that you or that you listen to, you know, like that you don't fast forward through. You know? Oh, that's a really. I fast forward a lot of theme songs Me for too. a lot of podcasts. The well, ones that I don't are Doughboys. Love the Doughboys. Yes. Yes. Bl- I, was the, gonna say blank check. I love the original Blank Check theme song, the, the old one. Um and 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 I'm trying to think of what other ones. The old binge mode one I used to love, but there are some that I listen to because they get me excited for the podcast that yes. I'm about to listen to. They lay the down. way that a good TV show theme song does. The way that I watch every theme song of uh, every uh, uh, of Game of Thrones or or whatever, you know. The one that I find myself humming a lot is the theme to Elvis Mitchell's uh, show that he used to have where oh. it was just like, it was like, bend it, don't break it. Like there's a, there's so, oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I just love that song. It's a good, like underscore song. It's I great. like those. It beats. is great yeah. when they, yeah, it's great when they use real songs. It's great yes. when they, but I love, I get really right. the way that we are talking about ours right now. I love the ones that are either fan generated yes, or are, yes. or are for like, or are by people that the, the fret, like the, the Doughboys one I know is Mike Cassidy from don't stop or we'll die. Yes. Um, you know, uh, anyway, no, I, 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 I like, I, them, just, I like them all. You know, sometimes it's just a musical sting. The keys to the kingdom, the new Matt Gorley podcast, which I've been loving. What is that? Matt Gorley and Amanda Lund have a podcast called keys to the kingdom. And all it is, is an expose of people who worked at theme parks. So it's like oh. all the princesses at Disney World. All it's all these great cool. backstage stories and then a lot of the voices are um you know tricked out so you don't know who's actually yeah, talking about. Yeah, because these it. these people are breaking NDAs, I assume. And it is fascinating. Like uh, the the first Funny. episode about princesses just just like here's a good little stat like um the person playing Ariel was talking about how a lot of kids wanted to grab at her seashells, which are covering her breasts and nothing untoward, but they're like, Oh, I want to touch those seashells. Right. Like, and, and how do yeah. you kind of, I, listen, that I off? get it. We all want to touch those seashells and you and I, uh, unless I, we're in the bathroom of demolition. Man. <laughs> well, you know, here's the funny thing. Uh, you got you, well that you need to touch those seashells. Yeah. Uh, you got, I guess, uh, to scoop it all out. 
Um, I was telling a story to Hubel on the Twitch show where I was saying that my stepfather flirted with uh, Snow White and kind of was like grabby with her. Oh my and, God. And Hubel was like, oh my God, this is like, a, you're telling me this crazy story. And I was like, I don't think it's that. I mean, yes. Dads are creeps is my yes. guess is, is the thesis of this podcast. And I will say, speaking of Gourley, he and his band, The Journeyman, do a fantastic theme song for the Andy Daly uh, Bonanas for Bonanza. Oh, well, that's a great, yeah. I mean, those great, are kind of great. I great, love those. theme song. Uh, but yeah, you'll like okay, it. Okay, that sounds good cool. I'll check that out. Gourley's great, man. Love Gourley. Podcast producing machine. Uh, just a great guy. Roundabout, yep. great guy. Um, all right, let's get into it. We got three themes. If we want to do more, we can do more. But let's start off with three and see what we got here. Before we begin, I just want to clarify. I feel like last First time of all, we Scott, did... I don't feel like you're really giving us a proper Nick Cannon intro. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't need Scott, you to do an impression. In very low. You got to come in with the energy, you know. And look, I'm, look, if we, if we, Molly could jump in with this. Molly, can you give him a little taste of what this Nick Cannon energy got to be like? No, she says no. No, right. she right. shakes her right. head. I'll no. try it out my game. <laughs> and welcome to How Did This Get Made's official main theme song contest. Yeah. Here with you is producer Scott, and I have Paul Shear, Tall John, and Jason Manzook is here with me. And we're going to see if we can find the next great How Did This Get Made theme song. Pretty good. Pretty good. I like it. Whew. Last time we did this. I was kind of giving a little flack for maybe prejudging some of these uh, songs. Yeah. So going into this, I'm going to say I have not organized these in any way and will be judging them in order of when we receive them. Great. All right. All right. Are you guys ready for some earworms? Yeah, let's do it. First up, we have Balloon Ride Fantasy. How did this get made? How did this get made? Frickin' studio, someone there has got to go How did this get made? How did this get made? No plot twists on kids' shows Soaps and old-time radio How did this get made? How did this get made? Saw the movie from the start the credits were my favorite part How did this get made? How did this get made? Even though a monkey wrote the script The rock attached his name to it How did this get made? How did this get made? Jason, Paul, and June explain Before I start to go insane Wow, I gotta say, right out of the gate, this might be my favorite one of the submissions, hence far. So far, I agree. Wow. Wow. So a tight 44 seconds, mixed great, pop punk, up tempo. I can imagine, uh, this is how I, my question to you earlier, Paul, about what theme songs do you listen to, if at all? Yeah. I can imagine, because what I like about the theme songs I like is singing along and getting excited for the show. Here we go. And I can imagine people getting into that and singing along with those easy lyrics. Yeah. I I, I like it. It's catchy. It's fun. I have no notes. I really have no notes. I, I would just put this, if we are separating... Uh, if we're separating things out on the table, I'm putting this on. It's done. Cool the apple pie. It's ready to eat. This one is. This is a. This is for the big vote. Wait a I, minute. What is this? Cool the apple pie. It's ready to eat. That's the t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know if we do t-shirts. Uh, by the way, for, I'm for so, last looks. But I, cool, cool the pie. apple pie. It's ready to eat. What? My thought Somebody is write that down, please. Take it. Don't put it in the oven. It's done. Put it. But, cool it. So it's, it's ready. Wait to a eat. minute. 
But it was in the oven because it's hot. It's hot apple right. pie. So I guess what I'm saying is, and so I, and say, I, put it on the table. It's ready to eat. <laughs> it's, it's ready to eat. We don't have to. We don't. Like you don't these, even have to cool it down. Some of these, what I'm saying is, put it back in the oven. It needs a couple more minutes. This one, I'm like, ah. to let it cool. It's ready. To, I should okay, have said let so, it cool. Oh, but you do want it? Let it cool. I do like. I'd like to put it. <laughs> what I wanted to say was, let's put it on a shelf. Let it cool. Get the this ice guy cream. Is ready to go. This Get is ready. the ice cream. The pie is ready. <laughs> Is that my would, that would have been for the way. that song. By the way, I'm dealing with something right now that I didn't even yeah. want to involve you with, but it's really upsetting me. Oh, boy. So the audience at large has not heard this episode yet, but we did a Dungeons & Dragons episode when we were in, um, gosh, sure. I, don't rem- yeah, I don't remember what city we were in, but we had Philly? a great time. Maybe? Maybe. Philly? It was, a great, it was a great venue. It was a great, I remember the show. I just don't remember the place. And we made a great shirt. And I won't even spoil the shirt. But it has been taken down for copyright infringement, and I can't figure out why, and I'm fighting it right now. Is it possible that, like, I could see a company like Dungeons & Dragons being, like, yes. protective of their logo. What, uh, whatever? Yeah. I mean, look how good that shirt is. People love that, this shirt. That shirt is incredible. So now, is that and the ampersand with the, uh, the, dr- the, the dragon, the, the dragon but is that-, that their thing? Well, here's the thing. I went online. I searched on TeePublic. I start, I typed in Dungeons and Dragons. Not only are there just straight up Dungeons and Dragons shirts, sure, full logo, full everything, but that logo also appears on multiple shirts. I'm like, why is ours getting ding? Because ours is more parody than it is anything else. It's more yeah, than Dragons. Cra- I, like, can we resubmit with almost no alteration? That's what we're going to try to do. I wonder if they they dinged morgan so we're trying to figure out that because we also have permission from morgan, morgan. well wait I, do you I think morgan complained wait morgan if you're listening do you not want us to put you on a shirt i have a feeling that what they have is one of those like kind of um like i i dealt with this in the past and we lost this battle but like uh mtv allowed human giant to put our sketches up on youtube sure. uh, and not on their site but on youtube proper because we knew we'd get more views and then uh, that was a, a legal agreement that we signed with them. But then when YouTube has their like kind of filtering process, it just ripped them all off because it oh, was like, wow. it was like, it well, assumed that yes. it was copyrighted. And then you go oh, and then you go and you kind of fight it. But if you're not the, the owner, you think we got swept up in some sort of like a bot dinged us yes, rather than somebody. Act- okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. All right. Anyway. I hope T-Public and I are on it, but I want to save that Dungeons and Dragons episode because I want to get this figured out because I want people to uh, get that shirt. It's so good. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, big time. I really, I really like this song. Just to get back to these songs, I thought this was great. I could see this being played. I could see this hyping up a crowd for a sing-along. This, uh, you know, so far for me, very exciting. Great work. Balloon Ride Fantasy. I love it. Uh, the other thing that I'm going to say about this is, and I think... All theme songs, it's it's kind of like the way that theme songs on TV have elevated themselves, too. We've gotten away from these kind of fun theme songs, like these legacy podcasts. Yeah. I would consider us a legacy podcast. We still have our... Isn't that crazy? I know, it's nuts. We, it's crazy, and I know we've talked about this before, so I won't waste much more, much more time on it, but the idea that people have started coming to the shows who are themselves the age of the show like yeah. all these families coming with 13 year olds in attendance who are as old as the show is that's very weird to me yeah i, I it's, that is wild and i will say this old theme songs have a more fun like homemade vibe to them i feel like newer theme songs there's a lot more production on certain things oh yeah and i i like a throwback like i'm not calling this a throwback per se but 
if it reminds me of when I was, I don't know. It just has an, it has a nice feel to it. I like well, it. It feels, yeah. Well, it feels like, uh, like, a like somebody made it. It doesn't feel like we pulled library music for, yeah. our, you know, for our high end fucking show. It feels like, Oh no, it feels like what is exciting is these. I'm hoping our fans who are writing something that excites them about it. All the I, specifics. Uh, That's what's great, great about the, the current theme song is that it is, it is so dense with lore, you know, yes, it is so yes. dense with podcast lore from those first few years that it's, it is crazy. And it's, I think, really fun um, as opposed to just bland theme music. I agree. Let's get into the next one. What have we got? All right. Coming up next, we have Chris Cheney, who, oh, along like with the song... Sent a video as oh, well. Wow. Let's see if this apple pie is hot enough to come out of the oven yes, and cool that's down. What I'm talking about. Or Careful, does it need Scott. a little more time to bake? Yes. All right. Apple pie. Let's keep it in. All right. Chris Cheney. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, a lot of stuff I like about this. First of all, love, love the length, love the video. Uh, yeah. So this person has put together a um, a video accompaniment that like is similar to the one we play in the live shows in that everything that is being described in this song clips from those movies are being shown on the video. So it's it's, it's great. If I'm going to give you one, I'm going to start off with the note and I'm going to come back with the positives. The one thing I'm going to say about this is that it is simply a list of the movies that we've done. I don't feel like it encompasses yeah. the show, but let's go back to the compliments. I just, I, I like the, the sound of it. I like the, I, I like the length of it. I like the fun of it. I was into it. I was waiting for it to maybe turn to a little bit of the show. Yes, I agree. I agree. And I, I know what you mean. There, it, it is a it is it's a classic list song. Uh, yeah, again, it. we're getting into like pop punk really lends itself to this type of an up tempo yeah. uh, uh, vibe, which is fine by me. Um, uh, I don't love pop punk, but, you know, the, I, I, this this guy's doing a great job. Who is this? Chris Cheney. Um, Chris, great love job. I, I, yeah. I, I like the video is helpful, but not necessary. I think the song works. I could see this. I could see this coming around in some way, shape, or form. I could see this as I could see this as something that gets played prior to a live show on like screen that. while the audience is watching. Something like different songs or different video accompaniment for different songs. This is cool. I, I like it. I, I I like it a lot. And I feel like look, we've also been doing a lot of fun stuff on the road, which is like the shows on the road now have like a whole kind of prelude and it's fun and there's a lot of stuff and this kind of works perfectly within that. I, I I'm I'm all in. Yeah. And I'm I've also been liking how many people have been coming to multiple shows on the road. It's amazing. It makes me step Very up my fun. game to kind of figure out different things. So uh I try when we do <laughs> shows on the road that we don't repeat things 
on yeah. multiple days. So it's I, I, funny I, I to represent. think of us and our podcast like it's the like uh, our fans are like the Grateful Dead or fish fans. I know, like they're following us from city to city, like camping outside, making grilled cheese sandwiches for each other. I mean, I wish I would like to have some of those grilled cheeses. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If a fan handed me a grilled cheese sandwich, there's absolutely no way I'm eating it. Oh, well, you can. I mean, you know, it would kill you. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here now. Oh, yeah, But great job, Chris Janey. Great job. Before we move on, going with Paul's pie analogy, do we want to assign each song like the type of pie you think, you know, it emulates? Scott? Oh. No, Scott, absolutely not. <laughs> what I'm... type of pie? So what? That's a rhubarb? What? What are we saying? Again, yeah, you're, not, you're not on. You're not on the pie thing, Jason. I feel like you know. You're, All right, you're, you know. I'll do it. I'll do it. Fine, great. Let's do it. Let's do Scott's dumb pie. All right, all right. Uh, I'm gonna call that a blueberry pie. Like you're I, gonna call I, that blueberry pie? Okay, great. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally blueberry pie. Got it. Got it. So that was like a pecan pie to me. Jesus Christ. If you're like me, yet can't get enough John Mulaney. And that's good because during the Netflix is a joke festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I never like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, 
I love these razors. They are perfect. And now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. <laughs> Here we go. What do we got next? All right. Coming up next, we have a song from Darren Keen. What type of pie will it be? Yes. Let's find out. I don't like this pie thing. Do we hate it? All right, Jason, okay. what do you think? I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. That had like that had vibes. That had vibes. It, it feels a little low energy for a theme to me. Yeah. Or, or uh, maybe it's maybe it's just muted. No, I, I I feel like it had like there was a I was Oh, I'm so to... sorry to interrupt you, Paul, but Molly has weighed in and says that song is key lime. Okay. If if that if that helps. Uh, okay, that, that, I, I know that one. helps okay. me quite a bit. Yeah, but like, all right. So, all right, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Can we just play it again a little, just a little bit of the front of it? Because I also feel like the lyrics are getting a little muted. Just like let's play, make five, yeah. like five or six seconds in. All right, stop it for a second. I think what it is, it's like there's a reverb thing, or there's a um, a tin canniness to it, which yeah, I think has that. It's, yeah. it's a little, it's a little muted. There's a, there's, a, I don't know what that is, but maybe it's a mix thing, or because it's a, it's an up tempo song. Yeah. Um. But um. I, I mean, I like this. I like a, a kind of fuzzed out, um, rock and roll kind of uh, giving me some, uh, some eighties you know, uh, synthy vibes in there. There's something here. I like this. I, I, I like this. I like this. It's fun. I mean, by the way, what a great second batch of songs. I like that. I like the, how much this is about the show and how we talk about movies in the yeah. show. Do we love that? We hate it. Do we hate it that we love it? Like it, there's a good, there's a good vibe to this song that I just, you feel know like... what, you know, what could be great. You know, what could be great. What? If the, so if the theme song had a presumed call and response to it. Oh, I love that. Like, so that if, is, can you give me the lyric sheet again for this one, Scott, that you had put up for a second, just because I feel like this song has natural call and response so that it would be like the one voice is saying, do we hate that? Um, do we hate that? We love it. We love that. We hate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so that the audience gets to chime in. Cause that's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing people driving, people doing their dumb lives and shouting out loud while they have their headphones on or whatever. Yeah. Um, the way that when I'm listening to the shadow wolves episodes of action boys, I will find myself in public wandering around going shadow wolves. I see a lot um, of that. Yeah. So anyway, um, it, yeah, I like it, I, I'm not necessarily that this art that Darren here has to do that. But I think it, this exemplified a way to me to do a call and response. Yeah, I like anyway. that. Yeah, I agree with that. And I feel like I mean, look, we're talking a lot about like how the live shows go. I mean, right now, when you come see a live show, the entire audience is chanting Geostorm and Kumite. I feel like we could have more call and response. I'm down with that. Oh, yeah. I think it. I think especially, you know, and I like the idea that we've talked about having like a handful of theme songs that we use. 
Um, because I think dropping them in, if people love them all, we're dropping them in and people get excited for, oh, wait, we got this one or we got that one. The same way that every show gets individual movies. Yeah. Maybe they get songs. Maybe they get, you know, they're already getting T-shirts, all this kind of stuff. And not that we're basing everything around the live shows. So relax, you studio heads. No, we just do some things. And, you know, look, uh, by the way, yeah, calm down. We, we like to make the show fun for everybody. Speaking of, you mentioned, you know, calling response and shouting Geostorm. Paul, I, I saw on your Twitch stream you shared a story of uh, you and June yes. driving by Jason. Oh, my God. You said that story? Well, yes. I would love to get Jason's take on okay, it as well. Okay, so, yeah. I, I mean, so, <laughs> I, I was talking about this time. June and I were driving in our neighborhood, and there was a there's a restaurant with some nice outdoor seating. We were driving by, and we see Jason. As a matter of fact, June sees Jason. And June's like, oh, there's Jason. I said, oh. Uh, and she, before I could say anything, rolls down the window. And I'm expecting her to say, hey, Jason, like just because that's June. Friendly conversation. You know, just and I just want to be just for setting the scene. You guys are seeing me, but my back is to you. So exactly. You are, right. Yes. So I have not seen you. Right. Right. It's we are driving by and we're doing a little shout as we drive like to get your attention a little bit. Yes. That good point. So boom. Uh, June rolls down the window and without conferring with me, not that she has to, but it, there were, it was just immediately rolls down the window and starts yelling out, Geostorm! Geostorm! And she's screaming. And it's like a Sunday morning, right? It's oh, yeah. Early. No, the restaurant is packed. Yes. You know, people are sitting at all the outdoor tables. And all I can hear now is I can tell there is a car that is parked in front of all of these tables full of all these people just screaming Geostorm at me. <laughs> and and so then as she starts screaming, I start screaming. Oh, right? yeah. Because and then my kids who are also in the car, they don't know what's going on, but they know Jason. They start screaming. So now you have a car of of people yelling Geostorm nonstop. And I'm getting more and more uncomfortable because I won't engage with it because right. I'm at lunch with people. Right. You know, like I'm at a table full of people and I don't I don't want to engage with Whatever, like, car full of maniacs has decided they're going to scream at me from the street. And, and, and rightfully so, because you're also on the street. And, and I would say oftentimes, in my experience, sometimes people just want to yell something at you. And it's, it's just like a bam. Like, it's a, it's yep. a bam. I did you know, it. I did it. I acknowledge it. And you go. And you, it's not like, now let's chat. But we won't stop yelling. And it's <laughs> funny to me because I'm like, why <laughs> like I'm, it's now it's like now i'm starting to feel uncomfortable because now i'm like now we're parked and we're screaming and and it's so we're just it's going on for way too long and then and, and then you turn around and it was one of my favorite moments of all time because it was a great just a convergence of you turning around like okay i get it i know i thank you hello like and <laughs> then to see and then realizing like, it was all of you i just collapsed into laughter it just like in a minivan screaming at you just calling attention to so much it was it oh, was yeah. truly it was incredible <laughs> it was your your face that turn of that face which was like i get because you're like okay these fucking so idiots. annoyed because we, so annoyed we enough. too much it wasn't enough like a, is <laughs> enough i i hear you know like that you know, because I'm sure you've dealt with it too. Yes. It's like it's it, okay. We I got yes, it. We, I got we, it. Yes. We, I, yes. Thank you. Thank you. 
Holy shit, that was really <laughs> funny. Uh, oh my gosh, people used to run up to, uh, uh, I mean, obviously you get it because of the league, and, and there's a couple things that they would yell with the league that was tricky too, because like Geostorm is a crazy thing to yell out to anybody in the street, but it's something that I feel like we've all experienced. It's a nice, fun little thing. Oh, it's great. It's great. Hey, Nong Man for me is the, oh, yeah. from Comedy Bang Bang is so wonderful and easy because each of us says it and then it's done. Yeah. Bye. You know what it is. Um, yep. And, uh, but people used to yell for the league a lot. Shiva Kamini Samakrom, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who was a, num- a name of a, of a character in the show. And that yelling was also, it, it, that would scare my kids. Uh, sure. Like yeah, they were younger, so now they're they're more used to it. But now my kids have yelled geostorm at you. Uh, that was really a highlight of my oh, life. <laughs> really funny. Oh, I, that's um, funny. I just hope, Jason, that one day you don't end up facing an actual geostorm, and then you don't take that warning seriously. It's Someone's it's like true. geostorm, geostorm, and you're just like, and I'm gonna be like, oh, all right, man. I'm really, I'm, I'm super popular today. What's the deal? Uh, <laughs> I will say this uh, that. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but every now and then my kids love Jason. Jason's great. And they've, they've seen him, you know, a bunch, but they'll like on a random night, they'll say, uh, can Jason have cake? Like, it's like they've <laughs> like, it's just, Oh yeah. It, it, it pops back up like my allergy. Been, yeah. Your egg allergy just yeah. sits in their head and, and it's apropos of nothing. Yeah. Have cake. It's like, it's like, it's just, it's this running on a that. back, a background program. Uh, that I love just, that. Like, that trying makes, to figure it, it out. Yeah, because they there was a period. There was one night where I feel like uh, Gus specifically had a number of questions yes. for me about things that I could or couldn't eat, which was very cute. I will say this much too: I, I never, like, I've always recognized how scary that allergy is, right? Because you realize, oh, oh my god, eggs, and you're and you're so, uh, you're just, you know, you're. You're so aware of it. You're so present of it. I've known you for a long time. But when I had kids is when I really understood, oh, God, this is a hellish thing. Because as an adult, you can at least navigate. But as a kid. Oh, you can advocate on your own behalf. But as yes. a child, crazy. Oh, and, yes. And you, you are, con- I mean, I, I'm just, my God. Uh, yeah. It's, and plus, as I there see it, children just, eat. <laughs> it's so funny. I was just with my cousins, all of my first cousins. Um uh, a week ago and um, we were just telling stories and blah 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 reminiscing and one of my cousins told a story about me being a baby um, and it ba- her mother my uh, my aunt ba- they were babysitting for me and my cousin remembers her mother was making me scrambled eggs okay. and this is before they knew I was allergic to eggs but I had had a number of really bad incidents. And so my cousin said um, to her mother, remember, uh, Jason's mother said not to feed him eggs. Right. He doesn't uh, he doesn't handle them well. Or I can't remember what she said, but he doesn't it, it, they don't agree with him or something. Um, and my aunt said that's because he hadn't he hasn't had my eggs. And then oh, she like almost killed me twice. Oh, and my God. For the rest of her life felt such guilt for almost killing me that uh, during that babysitting that every time I went to her house, she had like sugar cereals to give me That's... because I, I wasn't allowed to have sugar cereals. So she'd be like, there's something in the cupboard, you know? And I'd, yeah. be like, I'd be like, yes, I'd get to take home sugar cereal. It was amazing. Well, it's so funny because to me, 
it's like I understand the the idea of like, oh, he doesn't like steak. Well, he hasn't had yeah. my steak yet, right? Because it's like that's not like. Yeah, but eggs, you can't, there's no getting around it. There's no, there, like, you know, you can't dress it up. You can't, like, you know, no. it's like, it's not like. It was, a, it was great. I was like, that is so funny. And they were like, oh, yeah, she was relentless. That all, all you needed to, it, all it was going to take for you to be able to eat eggs was the way that she prepared them. Oh, it was very, my it was very I love it. I mean, this is the best. It, you know, it's, it's, it's always like this. I mean, last night I was having this argument with my, my youngest son because he was like, no, you don't understand. When you cut my nails, it hurts. And I was like, "Well, I, 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 yes, I understand. Like, it feels weird, maybe, but it's like it doesn't hurt." He's like, "No, no, it's like it's it's hurting me." I'm like, and we're just trying to debate. I'm like, I don't think it's true. Then June's like, "Do not disagree." If he says it hurts, it hurts. I'm like, "But it's oh, not." That's interesting. But she's like, "He's like not my toes, only my hand." I'm like, oh. "Okay." <laughs> So oh, it's how like, funny. yeah, it's like a very fun. And I think what he is, is just, he can see it happening on his hand. And I think he sees yes. something being clipped off. I think it's like a fear. It's yeah. like, you know, he's, he gets his hair maybe, cut he fine. Thinks maybe it, maybe it should hurt. Or it yes. seems like maybe something that might hurt. It like also makes a bone. sound. Yes. Yeah. It also makes a, a, a hard sound that m- mustn't this hurt. Maybe yeah. I should be scared of this. Yeah. I know. It's such I, a, I get that. It's like, but it's so funny to like debate your kids about, you're like, no, no, it doesn't. Now, meanwhile, look, if I find out a couple of years later, they'll be like, yeah, my dad never believed me. It hurt. And I actually have a rare disorder where if I yeah. cut my nails, I'm, I'm allergic to yeah. getting my, my <laughs> nails cut. <laughs> All right, we got some songs. I feel like we did it for this episode. We'll go back. We'll listen to some more. We should even just talk about what we've been up to in the next one. So uh, tune in again. We'll kind of go down the wormhole here. We'll listen to more songs. We have more submissions. Thank you for these submissions. These were across the board. I'm going to say without any, uh, you know, look, all of these are apple pies that should be cooled. None of these need to be put back in the oven. Uh, but uh, I thought these were great as well. I I, I yeah. loved all of these. And I thought... and. And I love the ones we listened to whenever the last time was. That we I agree. This, I agree. I'm I'm having a blast listening to the stuff you guys are coming up with. The, yeah, we really how creative. Everybody is with your lyrical content, musical content. Great work all around, everybody. I mean, some of you are much much better than others. So, I'm just not going to. We won't I'm not say gonna rank yeah, them exactly, that way. but I, we have to. Yeah, I, I, you know. But I'm just saying, I, I've loved all of these. <laughs> all except right, for the next. ones that I have not liked, and those you know <laughs> who we're talking about. We'll see you next time. Uh, bye for now. <laughs> Thank you, Jason, and thank you to everyone who submitted a theme song. We know that we still have more to listen to, and we will do our best to get to them all. Now that we got New York Ninja out of the way, let's talk about our next movie. Next week, we're going to be going from corny ninjas with voices dubbed to horny aliens who love eating grub. That's right. Next week, we are watching the 1987 comedy Munchies, a movie that is a blatant knockoff of Gremlins and kind of crazy, too. Here's a short breakdown of the plot. A space archaeologist finds a furry little creature in a cave in Peru, but his groundbreaking discovery is thwarted by his evil twin brother who kidnaps the creature. What the brother doesn't know is that the creature, when chopped up, regenerates into many new creatures and they are mean. I told you, it's Gremlins. Anyway, uh, Rotten Tomatoes does not have enough reviews to give this film a score, so we turn to Letterboxd. Oh, I love Letterboxd, where Oscar Montoya writes, I know it's bad, I know the plot is non-existent and terrible, but the aesthetic was really fun. The set design rivals Pee-wee's Playhouse, manic colors and patterns. The acting is camp as hell. Mavis is a queer legend. The munchies themselves are so corny, but still 80s. Can only recommend watching this with fellow idiots. And just a shout out to Oscar Montoya. He's a super funny improviser an actor. And this is what I'm telling you. You'll find good people on Letterboxd. Get on Letterboxd, people. You will love it. Martin Scorsese's on Letterboxd now. So cool. All right, let's listen to the trailer for Munchies. I want you 
for breakfast. The munchies are here. Whoa! And they want you for lunch. No one kills more tropical fish and live. And they want you for dinner. Nothing human can be this hungry. <laughs> Munchies rated PG. Ah, oh, you're going to love it. Now we are almost at the end of this episode, but before we go, we want you to check out this bonus scene from our New York Ninja show where an audience question leads me to giving a glowing endorsement for one of my favorite products. Splinter out. What do you got? Um, so I have a really quick comment, which is that if you watch with the subtitles, it starts after Nita dies with, in parentheses, melancholy synth instrumental. Um, love that. Uh, and then the film ends with grooving beat with synth. Haven't stopped thinking about that. And then I have a question for Jason. Um, what was I'll just more... wait. Yes. <laughs> Everybody else can just close your eyes. What was more um, erotic? Every scene between the ninja and the kid in this and every scene between Stallone and the kid in Over the Top? That's a question for me? Wow. I thought it was going to be about boobs. What a bummer. There, it was pretty wild. When he does finally rescue the kid, which does happen, the kid survives the first Thank encounter. Thank God. If that kid... If that kid died, I, I truly was going to have to turn off the movie. I was like, I but can't. But he seems to rescue the kid from the suburbs. When, they, when he finds the kid, the kid is like out in like, like in, it's not in the city. It's out in like a suburban neighborhood with standalone houses and like a driveway. And I was like, where are they now? Bayonne. All right. So. But also um, he rests. He rescues the kid and heals the child by pulling out a bullet from his own chest. The kid is shot. Both of them are shot with a gun, and none of them are treated, neither of them are treated by medical experts. (laughs) Well, he pulls out a bullet like you would pull out a splinter. Like it's like, oh, that just got one of those bullets right under my skin. Didn't go all the way through. You want to quickly plug your splinter? Um, Oh, I do. Yeah, go ahead. So there's a thing called Splinter Out. You can buy it on Amazon. And it's a little splinter removal kit. And Watch out have, behind you, Paul. And when you have kids and they get splinters, you got everything you need in there. I love that little splinter kit. It's the best. I use it all the time on my kids. I got, Wait, a, I got one with me right there backstage, ready to a, go. Is this product placement for a splinter removal thing? I got them. They're called tweezers. It is as no. But this, if this you're is out... As, this is as thin as a credit card. You put it in your wallet. Again, we're not making money off of this. This, yes, you're not going to. It's carry just a public service announcement. Out. Look you're under out. your seats. You got a. You get a splinter kit. You get a splinter kit. By the way, there are. They... What? There it is, right there, behind your head. Wait, you have it? Behind that... your head. Oh my God! The best thing you could possibly get. How is it? Why do you wait a minute? Why do you have it ready to be shown? That's our amazing stage manager, Beth. She was able to pull that up. Thank in a you, Beth. That's story. what it is. And it's ama- it, this is an amazing product. Splinter out. And that box 
is the box that they all come in. You could take them out of the box and put them in your wallet. You could put them all in your car. You got them. It's great. I love that we talk about the splinter, the splinter uh, out, uh, and boom, it's there. But uh, we talk about boobs the whole time. None of it. We get none of it. It's a family show. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. A big thank you to Avril Halley for finding these great movies. Remember, rate and review this show. It helps. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure you are following us and make sure you're listening every week because now they're uh, not going to download episodes if you don't listen to them within 15 days. Weird. Anyway, rate and review us. It does help. Visit us on social media at HDTGM. And a big thank you to our producer, Scott Sani, Molly Reynolds, our movie-picking producer, Avril Halley, which I already said, uh, our engineers, Casey Halford and Rich Garcia, and Jess Cisneros, who makes our amazing social media videos. We will see you next week for Munchies. 